This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome back to another special edition Rockcast podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us. I'm Emily Foreman. We have, as usual, John Edmiston and Nick Erdo, and our special guest, Emma Alakan. She has joined us in her new role as documentation specialist, which is so exciting um, because we have been looking for just the right person for a very long time. And we feel very thrilled that Emma has joined us. She's going to be doing really wonderful things in the community, um, updating and providing documentation on new features and on things that have changed and just keeping everything top notch and, and really easy to work with. So we're here today to learn a little bit more about Emma. Welcome, Emma. Yay. Thank you. (laughs) You probably have one of the hardest jobs because your job is to know everything about rock and you're starting at square one. So just know we know that, but we're excited. Yeah, so am I. It's uh, a lot of pressure, but I do really like the support of, you know, getting up to speed first before jumping right in. Yep. Definitely. So Emma, tell us first how long you've been here at Spark. I think it's been a full two weeks so far. So you're almost an expert. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Just give me another day and I'll be right there. <laughs> one more day. I just need one more day. <laughs> so um, we know you were hired to do documentation, but tell us a little bit about your background. Um, my background is primarily in technology. I've been working in video processing for the past four years. Um In that role, I actually did a lot of other documentation work for them um, to help with the video processors and how to use it. Uh, I also have a background in church production, um, which kind of goes hand in hand with working with Spark. Um, What's your passion for that? My passion in church production is audio engineering. Mm -hmm. I've been audio engineering for... A good, I want to say, 13 years now in the church, and I went to school for it because I thought that was the right route to go to, Um, but I ended up just sticking with churches, and um, I love it. Yeah, so a lot of our listeners probably do the same roles at their Mm -hmm. churches, doing, you know, might be one piece of their role too, so, Um, but I think it's fascinating to know that they've, many of our listeners have probably already read some of your documentation, I, I would guess, because you work on products that you did work on products that they might use. What Which products were those? Right. I came from Christie Digital, and I worked in their video processing. I was the lead um, QA engineer for the Spider product line. So I worked in the Legacy Spider, the X20, and the X80. So any other documentation you might see with that product, I did write it, um, hopefully to help you get the processor you know, up and running for your churches. Yeah, and so a lot of churches use that product, so yeah. they 
they might already even have read your documentation. That's which is, right. It's a cool little link, I think. It I is. Mm-hmm. Although we're not saying direct message Emma with your questions for support of that yeah, product. No, that's that's <laughs> that's all in the past. So if you have any spider questions, the website is what spider.com? Nah, I think it's christydigital.com. Okay, you got that. Yeah. So Yep. <laughs> that's good. So you know, I thought it was really interesting. The other day we had a meeting with the lead of our um, AV production team for the conference and because we're working on that in advance quite a bit. And when he left, you said, oh, hey, Brad was here. I know Brad. It's a really small world here, isn't it? Yes, definitely. Um, I think when you're in the audio world, you kind of just know everybody, even though you don't really ever see them mixing because you're mixing your own gig but you obviously really do know of each other because band members would be like hey do you know this person like oh yeah i know him and then you just kind of have that common ground and even during the interview i i uh she's talking and she says something about you know perry emmerich i'm like perry emmerich he's the mesa campus pastor at central christian church like 50 miles away (laughs) Yeah, I had a friend back in my hometown who told me, oh, you're moving to Arizona? I know a pastor at Central Christian Church. Um, I'll connect you with them so you can get in to start mixing for them. And so once I moved to Arizona, I already had a gig lined up. That's pretty cool. Where, and where did you move from? I moved from a small town called Camas, Washington. And that's on the west side of Washington State or east side? Um, it's like southeast. southeast. Yeah, really close to Portland, Oregon. Nice. So what's your story of how you came to connect with us and and to be working here now? It's kind of a funny story, actually. I wasn't actively looking for a job. Uh, My husband actually was looking for a job, and he's always on Indeed. I'm like, what's so great about this Indeed site? And so I one day I just typed in, I think, writer or writing. And this was the only position that came up within my distance. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And so I clicked on it, and I read the description. And I'm like, this isn't a real job. There's no <laughs> way. Like, this, this like, fits perfectly, like, with my personality and what I want to do. And so thinking, oh, I don't, I'm not qualified. You know, I'm, they will never actually hire me. So I applied. And sure enough, you know, here I am. But in that process, I had to do a couple videos for, you know, examples. And uh, the last video Emily asked me for, I haven't told you guys this yet, but uh, last last video you asked me for, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll get it to you by Friday. Um, but in my mind, I was like, man, I'm way too busy. I'm not going to be able to get this video done. And I literally was about to call you and say, hey, thank you so much for this opportunity and to get this far. Um, I'm not interested in a new job. Um, but somehow, I think God gave me the time to actually get the video done and send it, and then here I am. <laughs> wow, that's a cool story. That is a cool story. Yeah, it definitely. I don't. I didn't think it was going to happen, but yeah, it did. Yeah, and and I, I think Emily alluded to it in the beginning, but it's it's the truth. We we spent so much time mm-hmm. looking for somebody. Um, and it wasn't just like we didn't find anybody. We were going through candidate after candidate after candidate, like hundreds of resumes, uh, tens and dozens and dozens of phone and screens, yes. and then several people in person. And there are some good people, but it wasn't the right person. Right. And so we really, really waited. And But as soon as we had you come in, I mean, that's the first time I met you, but it was like, this this is the right person. So. Yep. I mean, probably seven or eight months of experience of talking to people that weren't exactly the right fit. 
is what it took to to know that you were the right fit. So we're really excited to have you on the team. Thank you. So am I. That's really encouraging to hear because in my mind, I'm like, why did they hire me? Like, this is really hard. Oh, you'll fit along <laughs> just right. We all That's feel exactly that way. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nick is so right. Every day I come in, I'm like, what am I doing? There's <laughs> definitely someone that could do this role better than I could. I don't know why I'm sitting at this desk right now. But, and you know, everyone else through. is saying you're great. You're the perfect <laughs> yeah. person. Yeah. So welcome aboard. Yes. <laughs> to a lifetime of not um, completely understanding what you have to do next, but deciding to learn it and tackle it. Yeah. That's what we're all doing. So you've been here two weeks. Is that long enough to know what your typical day looks like yet? I think so. I think typically it involves a lot of reading and um, trying to come up with the best way to phrase things to say mm-hmm. and explain some complicated terms to uh, an average user to you know be successful with the product. Mm-hmm. And as we told you in the interview process, that's one of the most crucial roles we have here Mm -hmm. because it's at that crossroads between product and community that make Rock so so unique. And so if that part isn't done well and with with a thought toward how does someone who's sitting inside a church needing to do this ministry component think about that, if it isn't done from that perspective, then it may as well not be done at all. And I really do think, and we don't live by this this thinking, but I think it's true that an average product explained and documented with recipes well <clears throat> will outperform for the organization better than the best mm-hmm. software with no documentation, no recipes, and you know, good luck. And and we want to have both. We want the best product and the best documentation. But if you don't have good documentation, I mean, you you might as well just stay at home, right? If you're a developer, right. I even tell developers too, like if you, if you don't get it to documentation, if we don't know to document it, you wasted your time. Like mm-hmm. no one's going to know to look for it, use it, or even know how to use it. So it's in our best interest to feed Emma right everything that needs to be there. If we forget, it's a for, it it doesn't cost us necessarily, but it costs our our, our individuals using the software. Right. And back in the history of our documentation, I'm not sure if you know this yet or not, Emma, but John wrote all the documentation to all the features, and then I would edit it and put it into HTML. So that was my exposure to the importance of our documentation and why it's so uh, crucial. Because I could, not coming from a technology background, but being somewhat familiar with Rock, I could read through the features as I'm editing them and seeing the screenshots and and I could make sense of it and go, oh, well, that's not a difficult thing to accomplish. And it would be so easy for someone coming from more of an administrator's role to be intimidated by documentation. Um, and not be able to approach their task. But because the the way it was all set up was to be in this empowering thing, I could catch that vision really easily on that. And now Emma's left with having to rip out a bunch of bad jokes. There's <laughs> only a few bad jokes. Okay. I ripped out more of them before that. <laughs> I let a few through. <laughs> it may not survive the second culling. <laughs> she'll, she'll insert good jokes. We're still going to keep them fun. Oh, yeah, right. for sure. Need to de-data humorify it, yeah. and in references to old word? movies. If he says that in the documentation, rip it. <laughs> Gosh, it's <is> so hard. <laughs> okay, so one thing you should know in the community is if you are reading through the documentation and something seems incorrect or out of date or needs a little tweak or is something you don't really understand, and you um, make a comment with a little comment tool right there on the side of the documentation that will go to Emma. So you might be interacting with Emma in that capacity. I don't know if that's been routed to Emma yet. It is. It has. Great. Yes. So you could talk to Emma today. 
I actually have already talked to somebody. Have you? Yes, yesterday. And it's great because I also come from a support background and I feed off of that. I love helping people and knowing that it's directly impacting someone. Very and, cool. and then, I mean, it's just, just the way you even say that you, you get our community. You're like, we're a community. We're trying to help people. Like mm-hmm. some people would say, well, I'm, I'm here for the documentation. Like just read it. <laughs> and I think there's some acronyms that would say <laughs> what we wouldn't want it to say. But yes, thank you for being here because I might be like, didn't you read that? Mm. If it came to me. So it's better that it comes to you. Mm. You know, it's probably true. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I might think that. I don't know. I'm letting all my bad secrets out today. All right, let's change topics. Emma, tell us about your family. I am happily married for about two and a half years, and I have an eight-month-old daughter who is such a joy. She is so much fun and just, I don't know, loves everything. She's adorable. You brought her into the office your first week here, and that was so fun to see her. She's so cute. Yeah, she's, uh, I don't know, she loves to eat. And sleep. That's about it. She's still not crawling or rolling uh, over, which is fine. Days. But yeah, she's just like, oh yeah, I'll just eat all day if you let me. Like, oh, that's, no, so I don't know. She's just such a joy. I love taking her out like to stores and restaurants and I don't know. She was very bright and engaging when yes. she was here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just bright eyed and mm-hmm. yeah, very observant. She'll sit there and stare for hours. So how long before you take her and show her how to run the mixing at one of your weekend gigs? Uh, I think I'm going to wait until she's at least two and a half. Oh, that's probably good. Yeah. That way she, all her mm. motor skills are definitely under control. <laughs> Does Fisher Price make like a mixing DJ set? Do they, they do. No way. <laughs> they do. do. <laughs> I got one for my nephew about six years ago and I thought it was the coolest gift. So I have to awesome. get another. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. Some headphones and <laughs> I'm technically not a DJ, but okay. people get it confused all the time. Oh, okay, sorry. That's funny. I always wanted to be a DJ. You gotta make this sound. The sound of silence. Oh. As she's moving the, the knobs up and down. Or the, the levers. See, I told you I'm faking it. You gotta take levers. this job over. <laughs> well, I don't know what those are. Switches. Faders. Faders. See? And potentiometers. All right. Oh, potentiometer. Whoa. Oh my goodness. Pots, we call them. That's another term. Pot. Oh. Uh, it's a safe term. Okay. Potentiometer pot. Really? For, I come from an electronics background, so. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, we're sitting in Sun City, Arizona with dispensaries around the corner, so I think we need to ask questions. Oh, that's true. Arizona's first <laughs> drive through dispensary, just around the corner. <clears throat> so. Nick, you derailed us. <laughs> thanks, Nick. Back to Emma. Back to Emma. Emma, do you have any other hobbies? What else do you like to do in your free time? I used to be really into mountain biking and hiking. Really? Mm-hmm. I was into mountain biking for a long time, too. Really? Yes. I had no idea. Well, this is a good state to do it if you have time. Yes, this Although is the mountain best biking state. with a baby is maybe a little more complicated. A little too dangerous. We did just get a little baby uh, trailer that you hook onto a bike. Oh, cute. I don't think it's suitable for the trails that we ride, but I don't know. Could be fun <laughs> on the downhill. Does yeah. she have a helmet? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. I think you need more than that. You know, yeah. whole airbag so system. In there. <laughs> yeah. So we go on like the sidewalk and stuff with her. But yeah, yeah. that's what we like to do. I like to be outside as much as possible. Um, yeah, because staring at screens is what I primarily do. So mm-hmm. if I can get away from that, it's super nice and refreshing. Good idea. All right. Well, thanks for sharing with us today. Mm -hmm. I hope the community has a chance to connect with you and say hi. 
send Emma a little rock chat and say hello when you get a chance. And uh, we thank you for joining us today. Today's show was produced by Emily Foreman. Nick was our recording engineer who turned the dials and pushed the buttons. Jim Michael handled all the audio post-production mixing. In our amazing show notes, which you can find at rockrms.com slash connect, were transcribed and written up by Michael Garrison. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing, an SEO and advertising services provider. Connect with Missional Marketing today at rockrms.com slash partners.